Good afternoon and welcome to Open Air with Sherry Huber. Good afternoon, Sherry. Good afternoon, Jen. Fun to be here. Yeah. I have one announcement for us. Exactly, something new and different. Um, So our one announcement today is, if you're already meditating in the morning or wish to start, enjoy the extra support of meditating with Sangha with virtual meditation groups. The 30-minute conference call meditation sessions happen seven days a week. And for a complete schedule and other practice opportunities as well, visit livingcompassion.org. All right. So, let Sounds us like an extremely go. intelligent thing to do. <laughs> I completely agree. Exactly. Yep, there's nothing like, I always remember the first time I heard you talk years and years ago, talk about, you know, if I want to start a running practice, it's going to be much easier if I've said I'm going to meet my friend at the lamppost to wake up in the morning and go do it. So having the support of Sangha for that extra, keeping the commitments that I actually want to keep is key. Well, and you know, Jen, since you you bring that up, uh, Mm -hmm. it's having the extra support and it's giving the extra support. Mm -hmm. Right? You know, That is so um, true. I'll give something away here. We had uh, an enormous number of people sign up for the workshop that you did today on, what's it called? Yeah, Um, Uh, the gift of engagement. The gift of engagement. Huge, Mm -hmm. huge sign up. Mm -hmm. About half the people showed up. Yep. So, you know, (laughs) we want (laughs) want people to show up for us. We got to show up for them. Yeah, and you know, and everybody's busy, and everybody's got a lot going on, and everybody's everybody's everybody's. Got to have our priorities. And one of the things that really came up in that class and comes up all the time on open air on the morning shows is people commenting about how incredibly helpful it is to do these things together. So in that case, we're talking about our love of the planet and the challenges of some of the choices that we make in our lives. Are they in, how are they in alignment with that? How can they be in alignment with that? All of those things. How do things. we not get into self-hate and, over it? Exactly. And to get to hear from each other that we all care about the same thing, we all have the same challenges, and we often have slightly different ways of looking at it and expressing it and lots between us, lots of creative ways of coming, you know, how to go about it. And so Mm -hmm. that is, it is such a tremendous support because when we don't show up or we don't put ourselves in the queue, then the rest of Sangha doesn't get that that piece of it. That's right. That's right. Mm -hmm. And as I'm fond of pointing out, life is not a spectator sport. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And this is a great, a really good forum to remember that because I know, you know, for folks who get to do what Michael does and occasionally, you know, those of us who get to sit in on it, seeing that a lot of people listen to shows, but not that many people put themselves in the queue, you know, relative mm-hmm. to who's on it. So that's another piece mm-hmm. of it. So yeah. It's, yeah, so we don't want to be the people who approach awareness practice as a spectator sport. Well, where we sit in the audience and watch everybody else do practice, that's just not practice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. 
All right. So hopefully those gutsy little types have put themselves in the (laughs) queue, and we're going to hear some some talking from some. We do. More and more, actually, every minute here, Sherry. So I think we're oh, <laughs> people are getting this. <laughs> off again. We didn't even plan it that way. It's just how the show. No, we didn't today. So <laughs> that's right. There was no rehearsal so involved here. It just uh, spontaneous. All right. Well, here we go. Let's see. First caller, you're now live on the air. And would you please introduce yourself? Hi, this is Andrea. Hey, Andrea. Hi. Um, What's well, going on? Um, well, grateful to be here and have put myself in the queue. And um, I guess what I'm looking at is um, desire, uh, the desire that comes from authenticity versus the desire that comes from egocentric karmic conditioning. Yes, so we we often talk about it as the difference between wholesome desires and unwholesome desires. That's right. I couldn't think of the words. Um, <laughs> yeah. You did a good job of defining it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's what I'm looking at. Um, I'm looking. I have a lot of um, tough stuff content going on, and um, there's a conversation about making some big changes and. I can see that the conversation comes, a lot of it comes from um, being really identified. Uh-huh. Oops. Andrea, are you there? Oh, I'm still here. I'm still here. I, um, oh. Yeah, I guess okay. I see, you know, I see, I see it coming from being identified, so it's really hard in a situation like this to, um, I guess there's someone who wants to know the right answer and, um, you know, wants to do, wants to do, make a decision or a choice from authenticity, but there's a lot of um, unwholesomeness I can see and frustration because of um, all, well, a lot of tough content. So, so shall I just tell you what is the best guarantee we have of making a, uh, an authentic choice? Probably to drop the conversation. Yes. <laughs> Isn't that good? Isn't that good when we know we know the answer? Yeah, well, it's interesting, you know, the, to know the answer and to still have ego just noodling it. That's right. But, you know, Andrea, it, that's, it's really helpful. I mean, if you didn't know the answer, then it wouldn't seem like noodling because it would seem like, and all of us were there and on occasion still are, believing that this is the right thing to do. You've got to figure this out. You've got to weigh the pros and the cons, and, and what if that happens, but what if that happens, and what will you do with that, and how about that, and you've got to think of every eventuality and the solution for that problem. It's all, it all, I mean, there's an entire 
society, probably societies around the world, that believe deeply that that's the way to do it. Right. But you know it's not. Man, it's just so... I've been, I've been, gosh, it's been such a, a tough day that, um, well, I, I saw something else similar related to this is that I had this big thing I had to finish. I was finished with it yesterday, and the first thing I saw was fear. And what it was was fear of ego, ego being afraid of ego, because what was it going to torture me with next? You know, like what I saw, I was being tortured with resentment of having to do this thing. And then as soon as it was over, or when even before it was over, there was fear of what's the next thing it's going to throw at me. Yeah. And and you are definitely disidentified, my friend. (laughs) You are absolutely disidentified, right? You're watching this whole drama unfold. Okay, so it, it's like you're in the theater. There's, uh-huh. the, there's the drama going on on the stage. You're sitting in the audience, and you have to remember that you're in a theater and the drama is on the stage. You don't need to be biting your fingernails. It's not real. Yeah, it's just, you know, what's helped me, I, I mean, I think I listened to, the same show and the same guidance. I probably spent four hours listening to shows today. Good for you. Yeah. We could say, you mean shows in your head, like the ones in the theater? No, or no, actually? no, no. No, I listened, I listened, I had heard from a lot of people that last Friday's morning show was, was one to listen to, so I listened to that one at least two times. Um, and then okay. I listened so to in other it. words, you weren't listening to shows. You spent at least four hours in group with Sangha. That's correct. Mm-hmm. And then ego pulls you into its show. Well, what happened was but ego pulled me into the show, and then I listened to these. I listened. I was with Sangha for you four hours. Uh huh. Yeah. And the, yes, exactly. Exactly. I can't. I can't tell you what good shape you're in, Andrea. <laughs> truly, truly, truly. It, it's like, um, you, you know, you're listening to. Uh, it's my favorite example, right? You're listening to a crazy person berate you. Yeah, I, 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 I am, and you know. I've even gotten to the point where I can tell what side of the head it's coming from. <laughs> oh, isn't that good? Yeah. Isn't and that good? Yes. Yeah. And I also so, meditated for a half hour and I recorded and listened as well. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, you you are, okay, so you're, you're, trapped in this crowd of crazy people, right? Uh, you thought you were going to the uh, downtown to do a little shopping, and in fact, there's a massive demonstration of insanity going on, right? And you got caught up in the middle of it, and you're making your way to the edge of it, 
so that you can get clear of it so that you don't have to be trapped in that anymore. That that's that's where you are. Yes. It's not that you're it's not that you're home free, but you're so clear about what's going on and where you are and what the craziness is, where it's coming from. Yeah, yeah, it's it's like that thing you always ask, is it moving towards suffering or away from suffering? Yeah, yeah. And you are definitely moving away from it. And of course, it's going gonna, it's gonna to pull out everything like, you know, it tortures you with one thing and then th- that's coming to an end and then it tortures you, throws the next thing at you. Well, now what's going to happen? You know, and... You you see it. You see it for what it is. If it yeah. were a real person, you would say, stop it, you're ridiculous. Yeah, it's the arrows of Mara, right? Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what it is. And you are Wonder Woman. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I don't know what that word is, but, you know, here comes an arrow and whoop, and you just send it off in another direction. Boom, or, boom, boom, boom. Or, or catch it in midair. Catch it in midair and throw it back. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's just, even as I talk to you, I can see it raise its ugly head. So. Oh, absolutely. It's going to. It will. We can count on it. Yeah. We can count on it. And... And the thing that's so wonderful about it, when we get to that place of being able wholeheartedly to say thank you, Mm -hmm. it's going to come at you until nothing throws you off. Nothing. Wow. You're just cruising along through life. This happens. You know, it's like the big content that's going on in your life, you know, and you've got to make a decision about it, Okay. So, no, you don't. First of all, no, you don't need to make... No, we don't ever need to make a decision about anything. It's just a big waste of time, all right? Mm-hmm. But people have to get there on their own. They're not going to believe me about this, okay? But what happens in life happens in life. Yeah. Sometimes and, we like the way it went. Sometimes we don't like the way it went. Well, but and if what we I'm get hearing... on to the fact... And what I'm hearing is that I have to suffer because of the content. Yes, exactly. And when you get to actually, no, I don't. Yeah. The only reason I'm suffering is because I'm listening to something that wants me to suffer. That's why I'm suffering, not because of the content. Because the content is what the content is. It's not like you suffering is changing it. That's, gosh, I need to be reminded of that. You know, I think I need to record that and listen to it about 40 times. Yes, or 400 or 4,000 for for most of us. So so as you realize, no, stressing about it, agonizing about it doesn't change anything. Now, when there is something that you can do about it, it'll drop in. You'll have Mm -hmm. that. And, of course, that's what the voices will try to talk you out of. Right? And so you can... You, you don't even actually need to act on that. You can, just, you can just sit there and breathe and go to a place of, yeah, I'm not in control. Yeah, I'm not in charge. Yeah, I can't actually make anything happen. And so I'm just going to be cheerful and grateful 
as life unfolds, whatever life unfolds. And then at a certain point, like you can do with all the rest of your life, you'll look back on this and you'll know what happened. And here's the other thing that you know, and I know you know this, Mm -hmm. that when you look back on it, for all the agonizing that ego wanted to put you through, you will see that you actually got a very good solution out of this. It may take some time. Mm -hmm. It may take some distance. But people get there with every kind of content in life if they're willing to. Well, I'm get there with diseases. They get there with deaths. They get there with huge disappointments and losses. They can see how, oh, we had it on the we had it on the call this morning. The woman who was talking about going through two years of absolute PSTD, PTSD, mm-hmm. whatever that is, um, that's how you know society would talk about it. She right. said they could relate to it if we used a label like that. Two right. years of that, and then came out the other side of it, able to see herself and life in a completely new light. Oh, whoa. <laughs> yeah. And you've seen that in your life, your own life, right? You look back on things. I mean, we don't have to go back that far. Remember the test? <laughs> yes. Remember the yes, I do. Yeah? I do. And it wanted to kill you over that, right? And you just practice, 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 and it's trying to kill you, and you're practicing, 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 and you come through it, and it's great. Well, you know what? I have to tell you, Sherry, I I am so grateful for practice because when I actually went into that test, I was in the most calm space I have ever been in when I've taken a test. There you go. There you go. And and I passed with flying colors, not just barely passing, but I did quite well. Of course you did. And I chalked it up all to the practice. Of course you can. You absolutely can. (laughs) To be a tra- being a transformed person and to having tools and using the tools. Yeah. That's what makes all the difference. And so that's why, bottom line, where you are now, it's the same thing. You are disidentified. You are watching it all happen. You have all the tools you need to take care of yourself, to make a choice for you and for authenticity and for life. And things are going to happen. And it, whatever is going to unfold will unfold. Yeah, and you'll be right here. All right. Then you'll let me know. I will, and and thank you so much. And, you know, as I always say, I'm so grateful for, you know, the daily um, retreat and for, you know, these these shows every week. So thank you so much. Yep. Yeah, we got to stick together. It's what Jen and I started out talking about, right? We got to stick together as a... Uh, Sequoia said on the morning show, you know, we gotta we gotta reach out and hold hands so that we can walk with Sangha. Exactly. That, exactly. That's it. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Take care. Bye bye. Gasho. Gasho. Thanks for joining us, Andrea. That conversation truly covered the waterfront, Cherry. I mean, that was <laughs> <laughs> just everything. Well, it's kind of the I whole mean, deal, were... Right. 
It is. Yeah. There were so many great, amazing images in there. You know, the Wonder Woman, you know, c- catching the thing, throwing <laughs> it back, the whole thing being kind of a sport, you know, then it becomes the, you know, I kept thinking about the guy in hell whistling along, completely unaffected by all the, you know, the, what the voices yeah. are attempting to do. I mean, it's just, yeah, it's good. Mm-hmm. It's that, I think that it, we somebody said it on the, on the, on the call this morning that, uh, you know, the only, the only thing that can ever disturb us is our mind. The only thing yes. that troubles yeah. us and causes us to suffer is our own imagination. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, once we get the hang of that, then, true. okay, yeah. it's not out there, is it? Yep. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yes, it really is up to me then. Yeah, and then all the noticing, you know. The, oh, okay, there it is again. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's it. Yep, there it is, there again. It is again. Yep, just more it. information oh, that oh. it's not me, not me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. son of a gun, son of a gun. It never quits. It <laughs> doesn't just doesn't yeah. give up. God, it's endlessly entertaining. Mm-hmm. It's like a Netflix series that never. It's got yeah. a billion episodes. You, it, you, yeah. People are binge watching. That are more or less exactly the same. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a good definition of hell right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so we are going to transition to good news. And so I am going to bring Phil live for that. So let me transition to that. Good afternoon and welcome to Good News Updates. And Phil, hang on one second as we get you unmuted. It will happen. There you are. Welcome, Phil. Well, thank you. Here I am. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. And thank you for being with us to continue the fabulous conversation that you and Sherry had last week about the history of the Zen Monastery Peace Center, the um, up in Murphy's, the property, 320 mm-hmm. acres that is currently in its transition from mm-hmm. our home to the home of a brand new group of stewards. And so I'll, I'll tell you what, Phil, it's, if you have a starting place, I'm happy for it. But one of the things that I was remembering today, and I've seen all the amazing pictures from that era, it was long before mm-hmm. I was around, but that when you folks came onto the property, you and Sherry were talking about that last week, you know, you just walked down here, really all there was was a road. I mean, nothing mm-hmm. else was here. And there wasn't even water, right, that you oh, brought no. in. No water. Mm-hmm. The, the well was dug. I wonder if you could tell us well, a little bit about that process. Well, the, the, uh, the well was dug, dug quite a bit after we were there. Uh, for the first months, or I don't know, even longer, we had our water in uh, those um, what, gallon water jugs, and what we'd have is empty gallon water jugs, and we'd have to drive up to one of our neighbors um, and oh. fill them up from their hose and bring them back. Bless your heart. And we had those, I mean, really. we had those plugged in all over. You know, we'd have, have a we'd actually sure. plumb a water jug to the sink you know or (laughs) and when it run out we'd switch it 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 was quite an experience particularly because it was very it's amazing how creative you can get huh yeah and we took showers by turning water jugs over our head in a pup you know in a tent a tent we could stand up in (laughs) 
standing yeah. in a big uh, tub. So it, it was uh-huh. quite an experience. And then um, when we got uh, enough uh, money, whatever it is we needed, we had this uh, witcher come. I think that's what they're called. You know, with oh, the yeah. stick. With the, yeah. Yeah. And uh-huh. he actually, you know, did the stick all over for a while. And then he said, right here. And um, and that's where he dug. And that's where we got our water. And I, what is it called? That kind of well that doesn't, supposedly doesn't go dry. Um, oh, I don't know what the name is, but we have it. Whatever the name yeah. of it is. Yeah. We have an we extraordinary have well. Yeah. And Three the one over on the property. Right? Yeah. And the other the other one over where we used to I don't we you know, way out in the I don't know what area it is because we had a different name for it, but um way by, out one out by Meadow Hermitage and one down by mm-hmm. Earth House Hermitage and then the one oh, yeah. right here okay. at the main building. Yeah, the Meadow Hermitage is the one that yeah. is also a uh one of these shells that has a name that <laughs> I don't remember. And so then, you know, he started, they started digging. This company came in and started digging. And then, um, sure enough, the water just sprayed up. It was really happy. We did happy dances. And um, that's, it was that's amazing. That's parallel lives with the Cantaloma story, right? I remember being it there is. in Cantaloma, that, thing, that, that dancing and that. I mean, that's nothing short of a miracle, truly. <laughs> you can dig down. I think this well is like 300 feet deep, something like that. It's yeah. way, or it's 250 pretty, feet pretty, deep. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's bit, way yeah, down there. It had to be deep, yeah. We didn't, we, for a while, yeah, we and, were worried he wasn't going to find any. Right, just dry, 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 and then out it comes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's amazing, Phil. I don't think I realized how long you had gone with that ferrying water up the hill. So then you had the well, and then... What what was kind of the next development after that? Well, then the next development was we got a, a, a put it on a pump as far as I'm remembering, and mm-hmm. uh, you know got a pump for it, and uh, run by a generator, and uh, then <laughs> that's where we had to get our water jugs from. I mean, we eventually plumbed. Uh, did we? No, we could, we were still in the tent, so we did have water somehow get water over to it, but it wasn't uh, real uh, plumb. I don't think I did most of that plumbing. And uh, but what the fun the fun one was, we uh, put it, we put it, a pipe to uh, you know one of those rubber pipes to a uh, uh, cherry went up the hill towards Arnold and bought bought a um, ringer washer because. We okay. had to been running downtown to wash our clothes, you know, in a, uh-huh. uh, and uh, this ringer washer was down in the back there where the big uh, uh, container is, you know, for the water. It was still all in that place. But, you know, if you remember, it's under the oak tree. So uh, our clothes actually would come out almost worse than when they went in because of all the oak dropping on the thing and then you'd run it through the ringer and be flat. It was really fun. Well and and then Phil, what I I mean, this actually did starting to enter into when I was around because one of the very first memories that I have is I was here for a month on retreat 
And we, I mean, a 5,000-gallon tank, so anyone who hasn't, you know, been around water tanks, hard to imagine how big they are, but they're, you know, it's, I don't even know, what is it, uh, probably 15 feet tall, something like that. Well, and, that you know, was, wide, huge, hugely wide. We rolled it way up this hill. So for people who spent time at the monastery, sun, what people used to often refer to as Sunset Hill, they'd walk up past the parking lot and sit on that beautiful bench and, sit, you know, see the sunset way up that, like three times the distance of where that little bench is, we rolled that tank up there. So the water pump pumped up to that tank and then would gravity feed back to the building. And that's how we have water everywhere from that, that gravity feed up that tank. Yeah, yeah, that was, that was a bit later, but yes. Um, yeah, and the, the other fun thing, yeah. <laughs> But the members, well, the first water tank, and you guys still have to do it, was put in at some point after a while. And <laughs> that fun one is to get in there and clean it out. I think you guys still yeah. have to do that. Yeah. And uh, that was an, an experience. But the, the thing, one of the things I wanted to say was how the first, um, um, how that that first, the first part of our experience up there was financed, and it, of course it was by generous donations from a very few, uh, you know, sangha at that point. But we did yard sales, and um, people donated their old fences. All the, all the first hermitages and outhouses were is all recycled wood from the sangha's fences or. Love it. Um, Love it. Uh, and in one time we had, we took down a, practically a whole house <laughs> that was condemned, and uh, that that you know the floor of the uh, workshop is the roof or ceiling of that house, and you know it's just like you could walk around there and say where all this stuff came from. It was it was amazing how I we love it, so. we built the stuff in the beginning. Yeah, and it's and we so just beautiful. kept doing it. Yeah, yeah, it's it it's absolutely beautiful. Literally, I mean, obvi- the spirit of what you're saying obviously is beautiful. Especially now, the more and more and more we realize we're, you know, this practice has always been way ahead of its time. <laughs> you know, to realize mm-hmm. how important it is to not just throw a bunch of stuff in the landfill, but to reuse it. I mean, how beautiful that mm-hmm. is. But literally, like those floors that you're talking about, which then became an office building. I always, you know, people around here know, I love those floors. They're so Yeah, beautiful. it's beautiful pine wood. It's wood it? that you yeah. would never buy it. You would never see anymore. It's just not mm-hmm. milled that way. It's not made that mm-hmm. way. And mm-hmm. so many things on the property are like that. And I will tell you, Phil, that we are not losing that tradition. Some of what is going on, um, those moving trucks, when they head up to Washington, is lumber. And some of it, mm. Phil, is that very same old, absolutely gorgeous lumber that you truly could not buy anymore, that redwood lumber that was out at the west oh. end of the property. It's been mm. remilled. I mean, it is absolutely gorgeous. So it's going to show up in our new home. It will. Oh, great. Oh, that's exciting, isn't, isn't it, that to fun? have some things from the old place in the new place. Yeah. Isn't that yeah. fun? Oh, it is. so fun. It truly is. Yeah. 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 Well, we are at our time, Phil, but I, I know there is way more to talk about, so we're going to find a way to to keep getting the information out there because I think it's just so inspiring and fun to see both the process and the content of it and to realize it's who we've always been in this practice mm-hmm. and who we mm-hmm. always will be. Yes, exactly. Okay. Yeah, yes. 
it's a it's a it's a real experience of sangha all of us together it is it is and i love it like yeah Mm -hmm. i I love it because one of these days i'm going to get you or sherry to tell the story of turning on the first light but i'm always aware when i walked on this property there was a building there was electricity there were hot showers running water i mean it was a retreat center and to Mm -hmm. realize what so many people accomplished who came before mm-hmm. me to make that possible. Mm-hmm. And we're not talking about trained builders, people who are professionally trained. <laughs> we're talking about people who had the willingness to roll up their sleeves to learn and to do working meditation. That's and, right. We and, had one professional builder, and that was Sherry. And she taught Sherry, it all. Sherry, exactly. You know, how to plumb, exactly. how to, yeah, the whole yeah. thing. So, and taught yeah. all of us. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> It's so great. So, thank it's so much fun. Well, thank you, Phil, for continuing the conversation. Mm-hmm. All right. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye. And welcome back to Open Air. Welcome back, Sherry. Thank you. It's fun to hear. At some point, we have to talk. We have to get the stories of the rammed earth. Talk about oh, nuts. <laughs> Grand earth and the windowsills and the tiles. I mean, there's oh really. yeah, Tom building uh, those uh, doors and windows out of wine casks. My God, oh, sure. yeah, yeah. I That's mean, wonderful. Yeah, we really do. Okay, I'll, I won't. Yeah. I won't start. Here we go. Here we go. Okay, let's right. continue to our callers. Next caller, you're now live on the air, and would you please introduce yourself? Hi, this is Aaron in Massachusetts. Hey, Aaron, what's going uh, on? I mean, I got in the queue because <laughs> I'm not big on queue practice. So I was like, okay, this is the day, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So this is willingness in action. Here I go. Yeah, yeah. And then I, and then of course I had that experience where um, the first caller was talking about something, and I was like, oh yeah, that's the way to think about it. Like I have. A particular piece of content, you know, vexing, decades old, and I think the answer is to redirect the attention and um, and and start separating, you know, start disidentifying from it, which I have not. Yeah. So yeah, and and again, as we're always encouraging, like with the year long, um, we're not we're not denying anything or repressing anything or Mm -hmm. any of that. Mm -hmm. We want to make sure. No, no, mm-hmm. I really am familiar with it. It's just those same mm-hmm. wheels spinning in that same ditch. No, mm-hmm. I don't need to waste any more. There's nothing mm-hmm. to learn here. Nothing to see. I think, yeah, I think what's so, um, I mean, so I found my way to this practice because of the parenting challenges, right? And um, mm-hmm. And just this evening before the show started, you know, my my one of my beloved children said something to me which you know like really criticizing me and um and I was like huh interesting okay and then we just like kept talking about putting away the dishes from dinner like I, <laughs> I was like so I so I was uh-huh. able to like I with like with him in that moment I can like not take it on because I don't know what's going on with him and you know not like okay i'm just gonna love you and we're still clearing the table and um and and so then i think that's like a practice moment like can i take that experience to some of this older more embedded content that kind of that i that i have a harder Uh time sort of just letting go 
or seeing uh-huh. anyway, you know, seeing that it's not me. And, yeah, and so Aaron, uh, with with your son, um, there's the there's the comment, and what you did, it sounds like, is not take it personally, right? Just really recognize <laughs> yeah. that this is what's going on with him, and mm-hmm. uh, doesn't have anything to do with you. So why make it about you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is yeah. such a gift to everybody, yeah. right? And then yeah. just go right on. So how would you apply that with this yeah. older situation? If if well, if you didn't yeah. take it personally, if it really wasn't about you. Yeah, I mean, like, with this kid, I just, like, I actually, I, 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 I didn't have that flash of like, oh my gosh, should I change? What did I do? I'm not a good enough parent. Like I didn't, that didn't even right. come up. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and so, so, and it, it was actually, that was like that weird, like relaxing moment you all talk about, but I'm like, how is this relaxing? But that was relaxing. <laughs> Just, yes, yes, but, <laughs> yes, exactly. Because you can see where the tension and the stress comes from. You didn't mm-hmm. take it on. Mm-hmm. You just water off the duck's back, as they say. And so I think in this older content, it's, a, I mean, it, I think the first thing is is that it's not me. Like, this is a voice, and it's not me. Um, and, and then, you know, I'm always trying to redirect the attention. Like, okay, what, like the sky, the birds, like whatever kind of thing is like well, lovely or what I can be grateful for. But what, Aaron, what is unfinished mm. about that one? What, mm. what, what keeps, what, what is it that can keep torturing you? Yeah, because I'm, I'm still not good enough. I still haven't met the bar. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. So, so I don't, I don't want to pry, but mm. I'm just trying to get a sense of it. So something happened that gave you that message, mm. and, mm-hmm. and you're still referring back to that? Uh, in your life? Oh, I've, I would say I've taken it on, you know? Like, say I had early training from the women in my life and I just took it on and I'm, I've am i been thinking a lot about how I'm so practiced in it and that, like, you know, I'm really practiced in that that language of criticism about myself and so uh-huh. is there a way to, to practice another way of talking about it or another way of seeing it? Um can you can you give one one little sentence of a message oh. that you might receive? Oh well, I mean it's I mean really it's so superficial it's almost embarrassing. But but it's um it's just that you know I'm not basically I don't I don't look the way I should look. Fundamentally, it comes down uh-huh. to that. Like yeah, there's something wrong with me. I don't yeah. really I don't yeah. You're not you're you're not all that attractive, Aaron. Yeah, definitely not. Um, uh-huh. You know, not yeah. not thin enough, not attractive, and now I'm getting older. So, oh boy, that's a whole. That's a whole now other you're thing. old. You're yeah. old, fat, and unattractive. Yeah. You uh-huh. got it. Yeah, got it. yeah. Well, and uh, of course, to me, that is synonymous with female. Yeah. Um, yes. You know, yes. especially in our culture, you know, mm-hmm. the the women who don't have some of that going on, I think. Or definitely a mon- minority. I don't know that that's just yeah. me working with lots of people over yeah. the years. Yeah. That's yeah. that's that's the deal, and and it's understandable. Um, in that, if if we step back culturally and look at it, 
what does he what's what's he got to provide? He's got to provide the money, the security, mm. the the all of that. He doesn't have to be good looking, mm-hmm. right? Somebody somebody's going to marry him and have children with him as long as mm-hmm. he's got the money to provide a comfortable home and all of that. What has she got to offer? Her look. Yeah. It's it's really like evolutionary. Like talk about karmic yes. conditioning. Like this is Yes. I could I could talk yes. about my mom or my grandmother, but boy, this yep. is meant old oh, yeah. thousands. Oh. Yeah. Oh. That's right. And it's still going on all around mm-hmm. the world today where where arrangements are being made uh, mm-hmm. with that. You know? Mm-hmm. He Yeah. The what's on offer, okay? He can provide she she's attractive. All right. Mm-hmm. Good, go. <laughs> have some have some upper middle class attractive children. Okay. Yeah. And so and so to me, Aaron, with something like that, it's not it's not a redirecting the attention um, mm. in the way that we usually think of it, because there's somebody who really suffers over that. Mm. You know, when you're when you get messages from an early age that you're not attractive and being attractive is the only thing that's really important. Oh, yeah, she's smart, but, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah? Then that, that, that goes deep. That's really... And so there really is somebody there uh, who, mm. who feels this. Now, the, and I just want to quickly make a, a point mm. here because I'll often tell people, you don't have to go back there and take care... Of, no, there's no little person in there who is... That, and I'm not talking about that, okay? Mm. Because that suffering that happens happens to a grown woman. Mm. Yes, mm-hmm. it's been there since, uh, since childhood, but it's not a child who's stuck there suffering. It's a grown woman, right? Mm-hmm. And, and it was there in uh, puberty, you know, adolescence and early womanhood and middle womanhood and, you know, right up to getting olderhood, all right? And so each time something like that happens, to stop and have a conversation with her about what's important to you about life. Mm. 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 Okay. Like that's yeah. the way to redirect. Like it, it's basically that's the like way to that, redirect. Like that very subtle message just can sit there like, mm. like oxygen, mm. you know? It, it, yes, it's, it's so embedded and so, so bad air. Yeah, and I and 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 I'm like, wow, it's shocking the percentage of time my smart brain spends on this. <laughs> so oh, um, oh, yeah. exactly, and and it's connected to everything. You see an ad on television, you see oh, a yeah. billboard, you see somebody that you know. You open your phone, and you know they generally speaking they. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Society exactly. is not selling unattractive women. Okay. Right. And uh, so to each time that happens, to tune in to the level of pain and hurt that's there mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. have a conversation. Now, ego is going to find it really annoying because there's a lot of good suffering juice in this. Mm-hmm. Right. So mm-hmm. you don't want to, yeah, come on, blah, 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 blah. But no, it, it's, really, it's really important. It's really important. Mm-hmm. So just to, I mean, redirect the attention towards, like, what is really important to me? Like, that's right. Like, and to you know? her, have mm. the conversation with her. If mm. you had a daughter 
who was going through what, you know, the same process, even though she wouldn't, although I swear to God, we get it through osmosis, even if our parents try not to do it to us. But, mm-hmm. uh, but society is doing it right from the very beginning, right? Mm-hmm. And so how would you be with her? How, how would you reassure mm-hmm. her and comfort her and help her see her value uh, as something other than, I mean, it's fine to be attractive. Mm-hmm. It's great to be attractive. There's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with it. And so, yeah, make yourself as, you know, put as much into that as you want to put into it. But what else are you? It, like, I think about, um, like, I have, a, you know, just piles of wonderful friends. And I think they're all beautiful. And they're all, like, super, you know, all different, different hair, different heights, different widths, different everything. Yes. And I, I don't ever think of them as anything but, like, my beautiful friends. So it's... That's right. And that's how, they, like, that's how they see you. So, yeah, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. for, for you to begin to have that relationship with her so that mm-hmm. she sees herself that way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. I'll, I'll practice that. Good. Good. Right out. Yeah. <laughs> it's important. All right. Thank you, Erin. Okay. Thank you. All right, good night. Thanks for joining us, Erin. And Jerry, that's such a crucial piece of it, of the, um, yes, you know, we can say, oh, it's a ridiculous message, and it's like so, quote, superficial, and, you know, just redirect the attention. But that, to, that realization of it's a signal, there's something going on there, and to stop mm-hmm. and really, mm-hmm. you know, and as you say, in this case, have a conversation with that. Look at it. Be with the person who's having that experience and move through it. Right. It's so key. That's right. Because we want to we end suffering, not ignore it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. 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 It really is why that there is nothing wrong with your work is so, so crucial and so dear and rewarding and amazing. Yes. Yes, because the whole thing is based in getting to see somebody's authenticity. And, and, uh, and that doesn't change the messages. Right. Right? So if, and that's, that's the work that Aaron is doing. So, yeah, I, you know, I can see my heart. I can see the goodness. I can see I'm smart. I can see, you know, I can see I'm a wonderful person. I can see people love me. I can... You know, I can see all of those things, and this message keeps coming through, and it stings, it hurts, it's painful. Yeah. And we just, yeah. we just want to take care of that. We want to end that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. As you said, you know, if it were a, a, you know, a child of ours or a, someone we cared about deeply, it wouldn't matter how many times it came up. We would want to be with it. We would want to That's sit right. each time. There's That's that right. Sting. That's exactly yeah. right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's take our next caller. Next caller, you're now live on the air, and would you please introduce yourself? Hey, this is Tracy. Hey, Tracy. Hi. Oh, it's. I put myself in the queue for queue practice, and I so often wait Whoa, until. Behold. wait until I'm challenged and things are actually going well 
And as I've been listening to each caller, like every one of them, I'm like, oh, I know that. Oh, I know that. Oh, I know that. Oh, I know that. Oh, we're all so very alike. And we are. And, And just like how the progression has been with starting out talking about decisions and, you know, then moving into um into and then just right now talking about the the, the messages and the, there's nothing wrong with you work um i just i what really struck me was having the opportunity or probably like the most difficult karmic place that i um i mean it's my lifelong karmic place around relationship and having the chance this year to like just show up and pay attention without making a decision. <laughs> um, it's really been it's it's really been something. Uh huh. And so, uh, Tracy, I'm guessing that you are talking about a particular relationship. I am. I'm talking about a relationship that caused a lot of suffering that I had a lot of beliefs around that I didn't want it to be the way it was and, you know, I'm a good person and I shouldn't be treated this way and blah, 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 blah. And and then there was the opportunity to, like, let all that go and start again not carrying any of the old belief systems um, for both of us and just to siege you know just really kind of one day at a time and and what I really got to see and I it's so much about what we were just talking about with self-hate and messages is um, one the how I mean just the ego addiction of around just focusing on what I'm, you know, how things are, and I want them to be different. But the really amazing part that I didn't see ever before was what we were just talking about was like getting in touch with like what's important to this person and not ever having the clarity or ability to express that before. And now, like we were just talking about another caller, like watching the play and being in the seat and then getting to that point of okay I see it all and instead of focusing on what I don't want and I don't like this player or whatever well what what do I want what do I want to choose like what do I want to you know to add in or just expand my attention to and that's been really cool yes 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 so uh uh an expanded awareness of what is. And, and the thing that I was particularly uh, curious about, because when, when somebody says, uh, I have relationship, you know, my karma is around relationship. Um, and it, that's always so interesting to me because there, is, there are all of the relationships I think you have a lot of relationships in your life, right? And then there's relationship. And they're different. They should have different words. Because you would not be in any other relationship 
you wouldn't have the same issues, the same problems, the same uh, doubts or insecurities or anxieties or fears or uh, uh, desires or uh, requirements or any, it's just this whole list of issues that exist in, in a relationship because it's a particular type of relationship. Yeah. A lot more expectations and, yep. yeah. Now, yeah. I don't know if you find that interesting, but I find it extremely interesting. And, and the thing that I find most interesting is that almost nobody notices that or questions it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like a really, that's like, like such a great thing to see. And it's, it's, um, it's, it feels like the more that I'm practicing with it, the less charged it is and the more that it feels like that it's a relationship um, more with a friend than it is, like when it's really charged, it feels like more of a, the relationship that I, like the conditional relationship I have with my parents um, where there's so much more at stake um, than like with a friendship. Uh huh. And isn't that interesting that I would yeah. be a different person be- because of the level of attachment I have, right? Uh, that's yeah. where the demand comes from, right? I, I, I need these things and, and, or I want these things more realistically, but, you know, I need these things. And, and from this, from, from this situation, the, yeah. this gets fulfilled here rather than, well, I'm a person who, uh, you know, likes this and 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 and, uh, everywhere in my life. Yeah. Yeah, it's so true. It's so true. And it's um, like I see, I saw that, like I see that, you know, like a one content pieces, you know, this, you know, it came up about, you know, feeling nurtured or, you know, something like that. And then it was like, oh, my gosh, well, add in what you want. Like, when do you feel nurtured? Oh, I feel nurtured when I'm outside and I'm looking at the birds and, you know, and doing this and doing that. Like, whoa, it's all over the place. <laughs> That's right. Add in, what, That's right. add in what you want instead of focusing on this, like, tiny little thing of what you don't want. Like, just add in nurturing. It's, it's well, everywhere. Yes, well, and, and just with what you said, Right, nurturing. Okay, so I want to feel nurtured by this one person. Well, that's a, that's, that's, that's a lot to put on one person. It is. If all my nurturing is going to come from this one person in this one relationship, that could start feeling more like burden <laughs> than relationship. Yes. Right? But yes. if, as you're saying, I feel nurtured when I'm outside, I feel nurtured by uh, the kinds of food that I choose to eat, by the activities that I do, by the friends that I have, by the work that I do, by my awareness practice. By I mean, I'm just nurtured by every single thing in my life. And, oh, and there's that person. Yeah. It's so, it's like, it's so, it's so good. <laughs> and then... 
like when there's that other person, then, you know, there's like a happy being on the other side because, um, yeah, and, and so we talk about all the time because there's, it's not coming from a need, and which is so unattractive. Like I see that, like I don't even like myself. and I mean, I don't like, I don't like being with this person from that place. Not, well, I mean, not, well, not to say that I can't be compassionate. I, I, I know that place of mentoring and being compassionate too, but that kind of grumpy, you know, what I don't have, it's, um, it's just not real because it's all around me. That's right, which though brings us to another really interesting piece since we're parsing busily here, and that is that oftentimes in relationship, people will pick somebody because they won't give them what they want in a relationship. And then the whole thing focuses on uh, being in that same relationship instead of going where you can have what you want in the relationship. Yeah. So it's easy to, to fall over on the other side of that old razor's edge, right? Okay, well, um, yeah, I, I, I then, it's the, we often talk about it with work, right? So people will say, well, but isn't it, isn't it good spiritual practice, to, you know, if I'm miserable in my job to stay until I'm happy here? Well, you can do that if you want to. It's a little masochistic. You could also go to some place where you really enjoy yourself. We can, we can practice yeah. just as much, in fact, probably more easily, in happy circumstances than in miserable. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, because there's definitely a, um, there's, there's a strong... Uh, orientation to staying, like, you know, staying with yeah. a job for a really long time, staying on a property for a really, I just stay for a long time. That's why we, we often talk about there are people who stay too long and leave too soon. If you're a stay too long, it's probably good to leave a little sooner. If you're a leave too soon, it's probably good to stay a little longer, just to make ego crazy. Yeah. 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 All right. Interesting. Well, lots to look at there. Never a dull moment. Never a dull moment. Yeah. <gasps> Thank you, Sherry and Jen, and thanks for the good news updates. They're so fun. Aren't they fun? Oh my gosh. They're amazing. I, I really, it, you know, and then if we if we look at the, where we started out, and then we come all the way around to where we are now with the the absolute, if we, all our dreams come true people that we're turning this property over to it's just it's it's just living in a miracle or as i like to say a disney movie it is and it just goes back to that decisions like it hearing hearing these updates i just keep getting taken to it's just been a process of care the whole time Mm -hmm. that i mean even the 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 choice to you know kind of move on from those ends. It, it came from, you know, choosing what, what takes care of everyone. And so I just love, I just love that care that's gone into the whole thing. And yes, and it's really kind of what we started that. out talking about with let, letting, life, letting life take care of us, giving life yeah. a chance to take care of us instead of us <laughs> so busy 
you know, beating on, <laughs> beating on things and railing and carrying on, trying to make something happen that we uh, are hearing ego voices in our head saying has to happen in order for us to be all right and to just uh, mm-hmm. stay with it, just to have that faith and trust and let life unfold knowing that life is going to unfold in a perfect way for us because it unfolds in a perfect way for everyone, which is kind of hard to wrap your head around, but true nonetheless. Yeah. 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 Ooh, awesome. Very Thank good. you. Very Thank good. Thank you, Tracy. <laughs> Thank Go you. happy. Thanks. Thanks for joining us, Tracy. Amen to every bit of that. <laughs> just truly it's all taken truth, care of it? so beautifully, so perfectly, and and that we're given so much assistance along the way to stay with it. You know, when it feels yes. like okay, I'm hanging on by my fingernails here. Um, where where's the take? It's all unfolding perfectly. Part of the program, but then we have song yeah. to assist us when we're in that piece of it. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and which okay. takes us to a lot to, to what, uh, what Tracy was pointing at. You know, I'm hanging on by my fingernails because all my focus is on this one particular yeah. thing. That's and that. when I expand that awareness to say, okay, where are all the places in my life where I am yeah. securely grounded, where everything yeah. is just flowing along perfectly? Well, there's this and 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 this. So I'm on solid ground. There's just this one place where I, I don't know what's happening. But something and coincidentally, all of ego's attention is on that place. <laughs> Amazing, you know? isn't it? <laughs> the one thing that is wrong. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. very suspicious. Yeah. All right. Well, thank well, you, Jan. It's, it's a good so time. fun. Thank you. And we'll um, yeah, hear from more callers next see, week. See you there. somewhere soon, I'm sure. I'm sure. Okay. All right. All right. Thanks, Terry. All right. Good night. Good night. Bye-bye.